are live eric butler we are live this is real welcome back to unauthorized opinions uopod.com like share subscribe it's pure propaganda and it's super cringe by the way i literally went to the polls with nothing in mind i saw a can of orange soda in the parking lot and <laughs> i was like yeah, there we go an unopened can of orange soda just chilling <laughs> in the parking lot i was like yeah i gotta vote for trump dude your podcast sucks it's mental mate it's absolutely mental i'll be honest i thought it was kind of offensive when you talk so much about the loch ness monster political climate it's great here a lot of fat chicks and a lot of screaming <laughs> andrew and eric couple of conspiracy retards. and andrew treat yourself okay especially if you start i don't know getting getting in good with homeless people unauthorized opinions streaming everywhere at uopod.com we ain't going nowhere. We ain't Ben Stiller was in that music video. Welcome back to Unauthorized Opinions. Shout out Diddy. Like just a generic shout out to Diddy's. Yeah. Yeah, shout out Diddy videos calling him gay. Um, well, you know, he, he 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 does his Halloween thing. He's very extreme with Halloween, which is the trademark of a gay man. I'm <laughs> just slapped Drake once at the club, I believe. Yeah, but look, man, I think I, I well, I should say I don't think anybody can deny the classics, especially, uh, you know, people of a certain age. You know, did, did he brought us the classics and. You know that's it. That's that's it. I can separate the art from the artist. I think, in most cases. So shout out Diddy. Shout out Mace sure. too and Cam. They're doing their thing, of course. Third best podcast of all times. <laughs> Thanks everybody for watching. As I look across the board, Twitter, Getter, Rumble, YouTube, Rumble. We love. I think the most at this point. Uh, biggest audience. Twitch. In terms come of on, live Twitch. Twitch YouTube. I'm going to refresh the page, see if it's demonetized, refreshing, refreshing, demonetized. That's, I think we have one week in the last 130, we're almost up to 130, that wasn't demonetized. Maybe towards the beginning. You know, it's, um, you know, that's all I have to say. So shout out YouTube for that. But we love Rumble. Man once said, uh, didn't do nothing. That's true. That was racially said at one point. And of course, the audio listeners at Spotify, Google and Apple Podcasts. We love all of you guys. If you haven't signed up for the Patreon account, please do so at patreon.com slash UOPod. Uncensored, unfiltered podcast there every week. The bonus episode. We And there's going to be bonus footage available for you guys up this week um, of some sketches, some bits we did in the summer. And that's going to be thrown up there this week. The Patreon's growing. Patreon.com slash UOPod. The Simpsons, Eric, hard transition are growing. Growing away from us. Growing away from its audience. It's been going since 89. That's 34 years. Something like that. Older than any girl I would choose to date. Wow. (laughs) Sexist? Ageist? (laughs) The... I think every most people universally agree after the 2000s, the early 2000s is when I went downhill. They started doing recycled bits, blah, 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 blah. When did they hit the social justice wall? Probably when they said Apu is a bad character because it's voiced by a white guy, even though Apu's got a big family. He's successful. He's met the Beatles, all this sorts of stuff. Started going downhill during that. Now we're going. He was I think a we might great be- songwriter as well. He wrote great catchy tunes like i don't know if you remember like who needs who the quick yeah mark? exactly dude. I, I mean the, ta- the talent is through the roof on apu i don't know why they yeah do that. but now we got to get more social justice you know with apu being no longer voiced by a non-indian guy hank azaria whose voices tons of things mo and everything now eric strangling bard is too much and they noted in a recent episode that Homer says, see Marge strangling the boy paid off. Homer jokes before quickly clarifying that he no longer does that. And people pointed out that they realized that he stopped doing it. Took them long enough, Lamau. I just found out that after 30 years, the Simpsons finally retired the long-running gag of Homer strangling Bart. I knew Homer was going to learn, said another person. 
series has made references to the controversial interaction over the years, but still showed Homer strangling Bart up to season 31, which aired between 19 and 20. So I guess they've stopped doing it within the last three years, Eric. For George Floyd, Uh, of course. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even put that together. Look at those old drawings. Back during season 2022, or just season 22, since we don't label seasons by the year, an entire episode, Love is a Many Strangled Thing, addressed the issue of parent-on-child violence, where Homer attends a fathering enrichment class it's tr- and is traumatized after a larger man, played by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, <laughs> makes him feel young, small, and terrified. So they put in a lesson, it sounds like. Homer finds out it's impossible to carry out the classic punishment on his son, so Homer learns his lesson that you shouldn't strangle your son. I don't know, Eric. We both grew up watching The Simpsons. I don't think either of us grew up thinking that it was okay for a father to strangle his son. Just like we didn't think it was okay for the baby Maggie to drive the car into the driveway. Just like we didn't think it was okay for a radioactive man to be burnt in a vat of acid. All these lessons that a 4- to 10-year-old doesn't need an actual lesson on they feel like they have to do it now is it just a sign of how weak a certain generation might be maybe the same generation that has 20 percent uh transforming rate (laughs) or is it the liberal adults who think it is now time we are the saviors what do you think well i think um i think they are obviously in cahoots with the mainstream media apparatus, right? You th- I think, and you can fact check me on this, that they sort of dove into this realm right around Donald Trump, you know, like whatever, 2016, 2017 era. Um, but it makes sense because they think people are so stupid. So along with how dumb the media thinks people is, like the, the you know, more mainstream news media, if if we have to pretend that people are quite that stupid, then of course you have to do this too. Right. So if you want, if you think people believe, uh, yeah, a little, a a six year old can transform, or if you believe that the air outside your front door is deadly or that driving a truck is going to kill people, then you have to do stuff like this because you think that people who maybe are young parents or, I mean, who, who is it for? That's always a question, too. Like, is it for the kids? This dog just won't. She, the dog waits till I start talking for him to start talking. Um, but is it for the kids who they're scared that their parents are going to strangle them? Is it for young parents who think that they can watch The Simpsons and it's OK to strangle a kid? None of it makes any sense. But I guess if if you just if you just don't think about it at all, it makes perfect sense. And um, I actually thought. I saw this uh, this headline and I thought it was old for some reason. I thought it had like been recycled. I didn't realize this was in the news right now. And, you know, it is really sad to say um, it really is sad to see The Simpsons. I mean, I have look, I'll be honest, I haven't watched it in several years. But, yeah, growing up, it was a staple. And I I don't think anybody thought nobody thought it's like the more access to information we have the more they try to control it. Right. So now, I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe it wasn't hilarious after season 20, but to go out of your way to say, we stopped doing this for what reason it's all absolute madness, but par for the course in this, in this, um, for lack of a better term, clown world that we live in. (laughs) I agree in the sense that I think that the fact that they went out of their way to mention that they stopped doing it shows that they need people to they need applause just like they needed applause for a poo to not do it i i'm reading the quote from 2017 or something to that oh in 2023 hank azaria who played a poo said though my role in a poo and what i created in hollywood messaging which is a big deal in this country and around the world i helped create a pretty marginalizing dehumanizing stereotype which is obviously not true as we yeah, mentioned who, who poo, was angry about that it was like one weirdo comedian with a netflix special that was mad about this what it, it was a 2017 documentary called the problem with a poo again business owner big family everybody liked him he was funny he apparently had a cousin who sold fireworks at a different <laughs> location uh indian people do tend to own convenience stores in North America. So it's not like it was um, a a degrading thing. So they want people to notice. 
right? The truth yes. hurts them more. They hate the truth more than anything else. And I wanted to say also, there was a mention of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in there, who, um, if you, if you, I mean, I don't want to call it research, but if you do a quick, a quick search, um, I mean, he is so far off the plot in the weirdo, like, vax Not mandate. Name. Well, yeah, of course, but like him trying to say that, basketball players should be kicked off the team if they don't get the shot and then then he goes on and does like actual pharmaceutical commercials i mean he's so far off the plot it's laughable yeah and i just wanted to bring up some kareem abdul jabbar when he was on the simpsons there but i think my general feel on this is the older usually white liberals you know of course it it, it encompasses everybody for the most part but usually it's these older women who want to force their belief point on the rest of the world and it comes across in teachers and small town governments and of course the nancy pelosi's and the and the aoc's and 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 people like that who say you know i know what's best so i have to force i don't want you to make your own decision i have to force it on you so the people at the simpsons that's how they fortify the election right like (laughs) whomever they may be yeah they really want to force this upon you and even if nobody's asking for it they're going to go ahead and say that just like the teachers are going to go ahead and tell you that we don't have to tell you what's going on with your kids because we know better the simpsons after this long should realize that they don't know better and that's why they get made fun of for things like this that's why south park made fun of them just like you know just hang it up you guys did it you won you did it. family guy family guy took the joke a lot better than the simpsons do and I, I wanted to bring this up, too, because this is just, you know, again, there aren't any 17 year olds asking for this. They aren't running now this, but now this run by 30, 32 year old white girls who who want to make a difference in the world saying, what if what if this label was on meat? Would this make you eat less of this? We'll do smoker stop smoking because the the people on that. No, of course they don't. So it's. It's a lot of the telling you what to do because they know it's best. There isn't a person like in one of these protests, whether it's uh, a pro transgender protest or climate lockdown, the one sitting in the road. There isn't a person in there who's saying you, you just go ahead and I'm going to give you the information. I think what's going on is wrong. You go ahead and make the decision yourself. There isn't a person like that in those protests. It's what you're doing is wrong. I know that I'm right. So let me force you to do it because I can't get that to happen any other way. Remember the, um, the Florida school, um, let's call it, uh, what's the word? Florida school. No, the Florida school meeting that happened. That was a big tragedy that David Hogg was a part of, or he showed up afterwards. There was a mass casualty. Yes, and they tried to go into the Florida Senate and the Florida legislature and get this this legislation passed, and it didn't pass. What a surprise. And they're like, oh, my God, how could you do this? Because what they're actually asking for isn't realistic. So they can't actually get these things passed normally, Eric. They have to do it with a Biden executive order, which is, you know, you don't have to pay rent or you don't have to pay college tuition debt. All these things that they believe they can't actually get passed through the will of the people or even through the will of their own government that they're in power with because none of it really makes sense. So they have to go through other means. Yes. Reminded of ban by any means necessary. Sit in the streets until you do what I say or. Yes, they rule uh, by force. We're losing you, Eric. So they and then Black Lives Matter, the chop and the chaz and everything like that. None of it can go. It can't go the way of, of natural order. It has to be forced. I think we got you again. Okay, can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. Um, and this is a perfect, I think, uh, sort of segue into the other now this story about um Jonathan Van Ness and Dak Shepard, which we talked about a handful of weeks ago, and now of course it's back because they're claiming that he ex- he said why he was in such tears. Of course, you read the story and he didn't do that. But one thing that stood out in that story is that they literally admit that there is no that there are not two sides to most stories. Like if you read it, they say something along the lines of um, the reason we can't take 
two sides on this is because like, or I would never take two sides on climate. They say this in the now this publications that there's no such things as two sides on certain issues. And of course, one of those issues is climate change. And they're literally telling you point blank that there is no, that there is no other argument. Like we're just putting the screws to these people and they will not stop no matter how many I mean people can totally see through it. I talked to those are, I mean, uh, you know, New York, New Yorkers, um, a couple of weeks ago or whatever, even, even the, the, um, the shake sack, the shake shack worker in San Francisco, young black females for anybody who cares, who are clearly seeing right through this, like the last vestige, the last bit of the, uh, a demo that the establishment had their hands in the, the, you know, as bad as this is going to sound, you know, the, the Cardi B lane, Right. And I'm not I'm I mean, I'm drawing broad sweeping generalizations here. I understand that. But they're still supposed to be eating your all of your little they're not. So to have a publication literally say I we don't take two sides to this story is just them telling you. Obey what we say. Don't ask any questions. We're going to put this headline that this guy tells you why he cried about this this discussion you read the whole article. They don't tell you why he cried and then say there, there's no questions that should be asked. I mean, it's it's just mind boggling. And anybody with I mean, as as cliche or corny as it sounds like anybody with an IQ above, you know, bigger than their shoe size can see right through this and they just keep doing it, which is why I constantly there's several questions that I ask almost every week. And the one re more recently is, is it good? That in my experience, I'm seeing people that can blatantly tell this is mostly false, 99.999% false, or is it bad that the machine doesn't care and they're going to roll on anyways? Yeah, and for the audio listeners, what this said, it was a BuzzFeed article. We talked about the story of that guy from Queer Eye for the Straight Guy or whatever, Dax Shepard. It was part of our talk about how Rob Lowe and Dax Shepard are are now becoming voices of reason in Hollywood after being pretty left-wing for a long time. We can't have that. We cannot have that. <laughs> the BuzzFeed article says, Dax spouted anti-trans and anti-science rhetoric that, for anyone with the ability with, to do the tiniest bit of actual research, is fairly easy to disprove. Uh, they write like I a left-wing... I did click that link. I did click that link, for the record. The, they have a link in that? Oh, it's oh. easy to disprove. To a different BuzzFeed article. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, we're going to change gears here to... I don't know. Is this your favorite story of the year? That MFR is not real lady on American Airlines. It combines, you know, um, a woman older than him, which Eric loves, with <laughs> spirits and conspiracies and otherworldly things that Eric loves. So she appeared. This is her, her second, I want to say, public foray. The first one was coming up with new social media and talking about how she's going to deal with mental health. We covered this on the show before she apologized, says she wasn't at her best. Now she appeared on the part of my take podcast, which is Barstool, big cat and the other guys, uh, friends of the show, I guess. And, uh, here we're going to play a clip from that where she kind of explains herself, but doesn't really. And then I want to match that up with what the police records say happened and stuff that wasn't exactly on the first video that everybody saw. I'll just go ahead and leave us on there. And uh, let me know if you want me to stop it. Can I ask again what you saw? Yeah. You know, the reason why I probably haven't come out yet, because it's like so cringe. Um, I did not see anything. What? I mean, I think y'all knew that. <laughs> okay. I We honestly had no idea. Yeah. You said you did. No, I did not. The Those media... You said this motherfucker is not real. I said that motherfucker is not, not real. These or okay, the, like apologies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I <laughs> got in a bit of an altercation. It spiraled out of control. It was not my best moment. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's actually a horrible moment. It's absolutely mortifying. So Everyone mortifying. has bad moments on planes. Yeah, but mine, you know, 450 million plus people have seen it. Yep. Like, <laughs> that's pretty Jesus. That's a lot of people. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Thank so God people like, don't think it's me, though. Yeah. yeah I'm cool true. with that. I'm we, cool. 
with that. I'm happy if they don't think it's me. So what you're saying is that clip that we all saw, that motherfucker's not real, is not like you thinking that if someone is an alien. It was just the tail end of an argument. It was an expression of speech. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. it was just like you had an argument with some guy on the plane, and then as you're leaving, you're like, that motherfucker's not real. Yeah. That's was it like crazy. an armrest? Like you guys are fighting yeah, over the armrest? Yeah, what was the fight over? This, Overhead space. This is way less crazy, by the way. You're completely vindicated, like, because everyone obviously s- said they watched the clip and they're like, "Oh, what'd she see? An alien? What'd she see? This?" It's like, no, no, she was just saying that motherfucker's not real. Yeah, I mean, so Daily Mail was like the first to like take it and run with it, and they're like, "She saw a not real person," and I'm like, "They are making me look bad shit." I yeah. Mean, and given I did, like, I <laughs> did look absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, there's her answer there, Eric, saying that, yeah, it was just the tail end of an argument. She didn't say tail end of an argument. She agreed to what he said. Now, we revealed previously that she's a marketing person. So whether she used this as a moment to turn her turn her volume of business up or make a new online personality, she has a couple hundred thousand followers now on wherever, wherever uh, Twitter was like 138. I don't know. But. What I'm saying, Eric, is this does not, if she's saying that it was just an argument, this does not line up at all. And, you know, part of my take isn't going to be this journalistic thing, and I don't want it to be. I don't expect it to be. They're getting along with people. What they didn't bring up, as far as I saw, they didn't bring up what actually was said in the police reports of what wasn't first shown on the video, you know, where she says the iconic thing that Ma Effer. We also covered a guy who said, he was on the plane with a bunch of tattoos and she was talking to him and he's got like Illuminati tattoos or whatever. Yeah. We talked about is, that. Yeah. This is actually what the police report said. So I want to juxtapose what she said, where it was just an argument where she was at her worst, a random argument with a guy, which she won't say what it was about, whether for legal reasons or because she doesn't want to actually say what would happen. This is what actually happened. A police report obtained by the New York Post about a month after the incident reportedly stated that Gomez was worked up over an argument with relatives and accused them of stealing her AirPod wireless headphones. Okay, so no mention of the relatives so far in her side of the story or on the podcast. Gomez also had remarks for other passengers before she headed to the front of the plane. Allegedly, but this is what the police said. You can sit on... Police report says this is what she said now. You can sit on this plane and you can effing die with them or not. I'm not going to, end quote. Police wrote that, quote, the female then started claiming the aircraft was not safe and then did not want the aircraft to leave due to her believing it would not make it to its destination, end quote. That's from July 2nd, 2023. Another video popped up that showed Gomez saying, quote, stop the plane, stop the plane, end quote, before her infamous rant. She then told a flight attendant, quote, I need to get off this effing plane right now. Then she said, see what happens, see what happens after this, see what happens, see what the F happens after this. And quote, the flight crew then attempted to retrieve her carry-on luggage, but she said, quote, I don't give an F about my shiz, end quote. So, Eric, none of this is mentioned. I don't see how any of that is just over an argument over somebody or with somebody saying this plane isn't going to make it to its location. Um, No, you can die with them. I'm not going to. I don't care about my stuff. What do you think is actually happening here now that we've now that we've heard kind I'm going to say officially from her own mouth that she's agreeing that it was just some random argument. Um, If. What I think happened is that she drank too much of the airport bar. She got in a fight. <laughs> it may may or may not have involved AirPods. She, you know, people got good footage of her. She's kind of cute. And then it went viral. She sees it and she's like, okay, well, I have to, I have to ride this wave. I don't think, I mean, obviously, first of all, the guy with the tattoos, that may or may not have been fake. Who even knows what that's about? Like we, we dissected that months ago. Um, but I think it's not, doesn't need to be overcomplicated. This woman got drunk, got in a fight, stormed off the plane, saw that it was much more popular than maybe she had planned for it to be. And now she's taking advantage of it. Barstool Sports is paying her to show up on a podcast. She's doing Halloween, uh, costume contests or whatever. So, I think this is about as good as it's going to get, Tiffany. You know, I you have still ignored my DMs. 
feel free to reach back out. Otherwise, it's done. It's over. You had your time. You don't you're not offering anything like free airline tickets for a costume and you uh, meal like your weird mealy mouthed half answer on a barstool podcast. There's there's nothing more. You've milked it dry. Good on good on you. Hopefully you've collected some of these these dollars, even though I think she was already like a rich woman or boss babe or whatever. Um, But it's over. We don't care anymore. Um, I think this has gone on far longer than it even needed to. And that's that's pretty much it. Like it was. a. Yeah, I think that allegedly hearsay, non-provably drugs or alcohol were involved. And Dude, it's ve- okay. She, she started talking, Eric. She started talking exactly like 1,000 other women of her age when they talk about conspiracies. I see this guy. I don't think he's real. Something bad's going to happen. How many videos have you seen that she might have just been the eating internet? some edibles or something? Like, yeah. who knows, bro? But how many people have you seen online that you know, they go after the worst conspiracy explanation at Matthew Perry. He was posting about Batman. It was a sign for something. I don't know about that one. But then she becomes a, a conspiracy in herself where you have the other people. And there's loads of posts floating around Instagram about how she was replaced and she's a clone. Yes. And that's not really her. Even even in one of the Barstool clips, one of the Barstool clips, there's hundreds of comments saying, oh, that's not her or. I mean, it, it's ridiculous. And look, I want to I'm going to take a hard left turn here as far as conspiracies. Um, the Israel-Palestine thing is made to make us forget the border that is out of control. That's it's my hard, that's my hot take. It's, it's not a very hardcore conspiracy. I think Tiffany Gomez is the walking embodiment of conspiracies that are preferred by women her age in okay. 2023. A woman who may or may not have seen an entity from another dimension storms off of a plane, gets famous off of it, and then goes home to probably watch more videos about similar conspiracies. That's like it's all inverted on themselves. It's a conspiracy for herself about herself to then get make money and be famous off of. It's like every right wing female personality's dream to well, be able to get rid of a conspiracy. Yeah, a- absolutely. And. Um, you know, Tiff, if you're listening, which I'm sure you are watching this, reply to my DMs. Otherwise, we don't need to talk about this anymore. Uh, Justin Trudeau's barreling towards the end. I wanted to bring this clip up. It's uh, we're in this place where it's no longer funny. I think maybe a year ago, maybe pre-lockdowns and sort of stuff. It was funny. Trudeau, he dances with Indian people. He dresses silly. He offends people all over the world by thinking he's being like the cool guy. Yeah. He's wearing blackface. He's real. He doesn't know how many times he's done it. Screw the light bulb and pet the dog. He's allegedly funneling money. He's taking... He's doing uh, ethics violations, all this sort of stuff. But it's no longer funny, I guess, when the country's, you know, in the worst place it's ever been and announcing that it's getting half a million people a year crammed into it. No matter what, they're just going to do it. But Justin Trudeau has managed to just get another photo op of him running with 20 people across a bridge. And I want you to tell I want you to rate this, Eric, on 10 being runs completely like a girl and one being runs like a guy. Running. Justin, we need you running towards the camera, actually. And the guy next to you has to have shorter shorts on. speaking french they see the camera coming up so the security guards get out of the way they don't want to be photographed because they're ashamed of themselves what's the rating on this eric dude it's completely through the roof bro this is beyond parody (laughs) like this weird dainty little right like back in the day you'd say oh he throws like a girl or he runs like a girl now of course they don't want you to say that but it's like i can't i honestly can't even put my finger on it but there's clear (laughs) like this is this is the epitome of being light in the loafers like it's just 
this is your guy. This is him. Now, I guess I have to give you guys a little bit of credit because I think he can put he can string together a sentence sentence, which our guy cannot do. Um, so I guess you get a little bit of credit there, but it's like, what, what is happening, bro? These people are, I mean, it's just the disrespect is just through the roof with these people, bro. Like they're just, they're laughing at you and they know this is going to probably be one of the darkest things I'll say, but they know (laughs) that they, that they know it doesn't voting, voting is gone. The ship has sailed who I think it was a. Roseanne Barr, right, who says there's not going to be another election. And she's right, bro. The ship sailed. We are under the thumb of these worldwide tyrants, Trudeau included, Biden included, Kamalto, Clinton, whatever, human rights campaign, ACLU, ADL, whatever it is. They are laughing at us. And and as soon as you question their their authority, of course, you will be considered the extremist, and that's how the game is played. So nothing, I mean, it's, especially with the, the migrants, bro, I don't know what you guys are dealing with, but in New York City, bro, this, it is. We don't I, have migrants, Eric. It's all legal. <laughs> they just make them legal. There's no, there's no process. It's just come on over and you're legal. Are they at least, okay, I guess you guys speak French. I don't know. You guys dealing with like people from African nations that at least speak the the language the that you guys speak? Africans that come here speak French, so there's no problem there. The Africans are not the problem at all. The Jamaicans, the Caribbeans, not the problem. The Chinese and the Indian. And it's not the fact that they are personally a problem due to their background or whatever. It is that they just brought in several hundred thousand people into one area in a year. It just doesn't make any sense. It makes yeah. zero sense. If you're if you want these many people to come into a country and you want to justify it, why who on the who at the table is like put them all in the one spot? Yeah. Well, what, look, is that, I, what is that? Yeah. Well, I wouldn't you know, I would never say that any of these people are a problem. That's just not something that I would say. But it's just hilarious to watch. And look, I realize that maybe it's not a direct correlation, but this weird fruity little run and Joe Biden. <laughs> uh, what was your rating? Oh, dude, that's. I mean, I guess I've seen worse. I'd probably have to go with a nine. I'd have to a go with nine. Like, wow. it, it's like it's like because I mean, the only thing that would be more feminine would be an actual woman. But because <laughs> but because we know that. We know that men aren't women like, you know, he's still taller than what but but i don't know what on the right though eric that's the shorts you wear when you competitively run and then justin's are not much longer you can see his tan yeah but line like french guys eric that's all i have to say french guys well it's just it's it's pretty despicable watching these people like i mean they're they're Okay, not literally, but figuratively just laughing in your face like you're going to take it like this is some weird like bite down hard type of stuff like, bro, they're destroying you and then jogging down the bridge like as they they literally destroy the country and anybody who is a, a native of that nation will be deemed an extremist for failure to comply with all of this weird shit. When you go as a leader of a country on any public thing like this, you're doing it for publicity. Joe Biden tried it with a bike ride. He fell over, memed himself into oblivion, but you don't just go. But it doesn't matter. You're the, the prime minister. Down. Why do you need to go? There aren't private gyms. You could even get a private track. You could go as the prime minister. Be like, Hey, the prime minister wants to come do laps with X team from wherever today. And they'd be like, Okay. And you could just do that. Instead, he chooses to run on a public bridge with tons of people on it and a camera waiting for him at the end of it yes. and say, hey, the guys, I'm just a normal guy just like you. Yes. My Two wife people. left me. Um, I barely see my kids. You can't afford anything. Do you know what he did recently, Eric? I don't know if you heard about this. Um, people always say, how did Trudeau get elected? And a lot of his votes come from the East Coast where there's a lot of seniors there who, you know, they're loving life. They don't have to worry about anything. They've been lifetime liberal voters. They liked his father. And he took off the carbon tax from their heating bills. Only 
the East Coast, where he gets most of his votes. And then they come out and say, yeah, we're not doing that for anybody else. This is now what they're doing. They're taking pandering to such an extreme level that they're saying, we're only going to help our voters and the rest of you too effing bad. You guys can suffer. This is like, they don't care at all. I'm going to go running and you're going to, you're going to pay more money unless you vote for me. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's completely despicable. And again, just if you do not agree with it, then you could end up under the thumb and, and it's happening, right? They're using AI to monitor people because, and I saw this firsthand, if you don't obey, it's always going to be life and death. You know this. So if you take a, if, if I take a picture in the New York city subway, that's a terror threat. You, you're, you're not for terrorism, are you? <laughs> right? Like, it's just, I would it's, never. Through, it's through the roof. And uh, yeah, they're just humiliating you. They're laughing at you. And they are wielding power at such a, at such a clip that it is, it is, I mean, it's a runaway train, bro. Runaway. Remember that song? Never going back. Patreon.com slash UOPod. It's growing. You can help us become Joe Rogan with $10 Canadian a month. That's like $7 US. Become a Raptors super fan. Just watched a video today of the very first Raptors opening ceremony. They had a dinosaur come out of an egg. <laughs> I saw you post that. <laughs> and then the unauthorized person. What was in the, that, you like just the 90s? Was that like the n- 1995? 95. Okay. With uh, them Grizzlies. For some reason, Canadian expansion. Mm. And you see all the bonus podcasts here. You can't even see the thumbnail because you're not a member. That's why you can't see them. Patreon.com slash EOPod. Shout out Mr. Krakovian in the chat. Go to Patreon, please. Chris no- Chris Kroll in the chat said, didn't she say the plane was going to crash? Yes, she did, Chris. Please go to Patreon. And shout out to the people on Getter. Uh, Bobby Sims, I see. Or is it Bubby Sims? And Poppycock68. We encourage you go to patreon.com slash uopod. And if you're an audio listener, you know that you can get the full video version of the bonus podcast every week on Patreon. Patreon. I'm starting to sound like a, I don't know what. Patreon. It's like how they say, don't they say insurance in the South instead of insurance? Uh, I don't know. That's That's beyond my knowledge. We're going to switch to some sports stuff now. Uh, Marcus Jordan. Now, we've talked about for probably a year about the craziness behind Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan. Of course, they played on the Chicago Bulls together, won six championships. And Michael Jordan's son is dating Scottie Pippen's ex-wife. So his son, who's in his what late 20s, early 30s, dating this 50 something year old guy's ex-wife. And this is from the cam cam Ron and Mace podcast. I haven't seen it. Uh, so is this, uh, is this Scotty Pippen's F- ex-wife in this? Well, this is, this is cam. I believe calling her out because she has no problem continuing to use that name while she is no, while she's not, married to him anymore because it obviously gives her clout. I think she used to hang out with the Kardashians, but without the name Pippin, she's nobody. So maybe when she gets married to Michael Jordan's son, she can change her <laughs> name to Jordan. And I think that's what he's saying here. I sent you a lot of stuff, but let's let's take a look at it and see what he's saying. So thoughts for the couple. First of all, Pippin ain't your last name. <laughs> that ain't really your name either. Like, yo, that's your kid's last name. That don't have to be your last name because that's your kid's last name. Like, my son's mother doesn't have the same last name as my son. That's still her son. So you're just making up reasons to have the Pippin Jordan so you could be number 23 and 33 (laughs) at the same time, B. And that's fucked up. (laughs) That's fucked up. Pippin Jordan that... Yo, that is some fucked up shit when you sit there and think about it. You got the Prince and the King's name of the 90s for your last name. I didn't think about that, Eric. So if she gets married to Michael Jordan's son, which is hilarious and strange in its own right, she can have her name as Pippin Jordan. And then that's wild. Usually women, when they get divorced, my mother included, they don't want to keep their ex-husband's last name because it reminds them of the 
guy they no longer want to be with. Yeah. Um, He's going to be, they need to have a kid that can be named Pippin Jordan. Now the kid's going to benefit with a sweet life from that, not to his the fault of his own, but the mother's going to become Pippin Jordan. That's wild. And it's also kind of funny because we had this story a week or so ago of Joe Smith and his OnlyFans wife and them getting into right. it. And if we recall a couple weeks, months ago, Marcus Jordan already okayed OnlyFans. Do you recall? Right. He was like, well, I just want her to like, dude, what are you talking about, bro? Like you're, you're dating your father's teammates, ex-wife, and you have preemptively said that it's okay for her to do OnlyFans. Porn. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, you're, I mean, it's quite obvious that even, even if Michael Jordan said, I'm not, I'm cutting you off. You're you were no good at basketball. You're not in the NBA. I'm cutting you off. He would still be absolutely fine just on the last name. He's got a little sneaker shop, whatever he's running. You can make you can make a decent living, uh, you know, as a business owner with the last name Jordan. Literally being Michael Jordan's one of Michael Jordan's son sons. But for him to come out and preemptively say that, I mean, think about the 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 cuckery or the simpery that has to happen for you to come out while you're dating your father's teammates, ex-wife to preemptively say, I would be okay with her going on OnlyFans." Are you? Are you I would st- have to think that means that he doesn't care. And in, any advice for any women watching, if your boyfriend, your dating guy, you're in like, or whatever with him, you're talking as the kids say. Now I saw that on a sports documentary somehow. If the guy says, yeah, I'm okay with you doing porn in the future, he's not too committed to you. He's not going to ca- He doesn't care about you enough to to care if you, other men are paying. Well, to no, see you but, naked. but see, I think I think it's it's gone so roundabout like he's been he's been so brainwashed by the agenda that he thinks he thinks it's empowering. Yeah. Yeah. This this weird old male feminist stuff like, yeah, like I don't care. Like, OK, you're, you're going to be Adam 22 and you're going to be letting all your little all your rec league homies run through your wife. Even though she's at least a decade older than you and used to be married to you. I mean, this shit is through the roof. It's bro. Very strange. It uh I'm. I wonder if Jaden Smith's friend is okay with uh, what's her face, Jada Pinkett doing that. Yeah, and Jada. I mean, Jada. Uh, uh, and Jaden I mean, Smith and Willow Smith were doomed from the start, weren't they? Scientology. Your mom sleeps around on your husband all the time. Your dad's okay with it. He pretends to be okay with it until he explodes and slaps a comedian in the face. It's uh, Jaden never had a chance. All the money in the world here go in. You're in the karate kid now. Oh, you're in Scientology school. They she whips her hair back and forth. Yeah, so something's uh, something's not right. And we we might, you know, the I don't, with, with Michael Jordan, it's, it's obviously not Hollywood, but there's certainly I mean, take a guy like Kanye, right? Like he's been completely ousted from the, the regime, the establishment. They hate him. He's this. He's that. Like, I think what happened is this is just my theory. And I know I'm getting a little bit off track here is that Kanye was on the inside married to a Kardashian. Um, and I think I was talking to one of my friends uh, the other day. and We basically cracked the code. It's, it's not it. Well, I shouldn't say crack the code. It's not groundbreaking. But um, OnlyFans could largely be traced back to Kim Kardashian. The Transformer movement could largely be traced back to Bruce Jenner, basically meaning that that family alone has completely ruined society, right? Like, I mean, name one name one Transformer before Bruce Jenner. Well, there was one that was on the Howard Stern show. What's the name? His name was. Shaban, Shavon, Shaban. I don't know. It was just one. You know what a whack packer is? It was one of those. No, I, I don't know. But but the point I'm trying to make is without realizing it, that that Kardashian clan has basically ruined the entirety of society. And OJ. now you it, I mean, it's just it's absolutely it goes back deep, Eric. Yeah, we go back to OJ. We go back to Bruce Jenner. That's like the 70s, isn't it? Or is it the 80s? No, I think I think when Bruce was like in the Olympics, I think that was the seventies. And this guy, seventies, they take a he gets to be Wheaties and everything. Probably bleeds into the eighties. Then it's been a while, ten years. 
until OJ. And then OJ into what's after that? Kim K and Ray J. That's yeah. early two th- early to mid 2000s. Then we've got Kim Kardashian fame in the 2010s. All Mary's from Kanye. the Ray J. All from the Ray J tape, though. Which yeah. And then we, that goes into. Go ahead. Well, no, I was just going to say that that tape is basically the the grandfather of OnlyFans. Well, did you know this is what my girlfriend told me, and she showed me. I think she showed me an article or something where Chris uh, Jenner, the mother, talks about it. There is like a text message or an email from the mother that says, um, "What do you got?" Like she sends them. I think it's different titles of the sex tape or different cuts or something, and says like, "Which one do you guys prefer?" I didn't know until like Watch Check this year yeah. that it was all completely planned. Oh yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a I mean, I, I don't know because I've never seen it, but there, there's like a, there's a joke, an old joke that you can like see the boom mic and some of the lighting like creeps into the. So <laughs> yeah, it wild. was all, it was all comp, uh, all totally planned. Um, and I remember, I remember when the Bruce Jenner thing first happened. Uh, I guess that was more than a decade ago now, but I remember thinking it was a complete joke. Like I remember it might have been TMZ or some like. People magazine or when when okay so when bruce got in the car accident yeah i don't think that was a decade ago yet i think that's like 2017 okay I'm, maybe check, maybe it's 2013 okay check check the numbers I, I i don't know but my point is when when the car accident happened and bruce jenner was like walking around the car and there was a joke going, or it wasn't a joke, it was the truth. But I think it was like some uh, entertainment gossip news site that said Bruce Jenner was turning into a woman. And I thought that was a I was like, <laughs> like 2015, by the way. Okay. So, wow, it's been that long. So, all, what, eight years, almost a decade. Um, but I remember thinking there's, there's no way. Like, it was at that point in time, it was beyond parody, it was beyond the pale. Then Bruce becomes Caitlyn. And just like that, the floodgates are open. And now, I've said this before, Caitlin wants to go on Fox News and say, well, these people have become too extreme. No, dog, I'm not listening to you. You started this. You put the crazy train in motion. You are ineligible to discuss it. Get out of here. And Kim... His voice, though. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't agree with that. Uh, hello, Sean. Thank you for having me. It's like as his face uh, melts. Like Eric Adams. Eric Adams, a uh, Tracy Morgan voice. This is your mayor, Eric Adams. And then he's like trying to read a piece of paper. Like to to today, the mic. The, 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 the dumb and dumber. You guys can't even. You guys can't even read. But my point is, Kim and Ray J. In my opinion, quite obviously, basically are the grandparents of OnlyFans and Bruce, Caitlin, whatever her name is, of course, uh, to spell it with a C, just to spite the rest of the entire family that spells it with a K. Right. I never thought about that. She, he, they, them, zzms are, is the grandfather and grandmother, literally and figuratively, of the Transformer movement. And then you have the goal... You have the gall to say you're still you you still like women. You have the gall to still play golf. You have the gall to go on Fox News and say it's gotten too extreme. Miss me with I'm all running. that. And last I'm thing running here, for governor. I think all of it, every single bit of it, or both all of the, the intricacies of both of those stories were spearheaded by Chris Jenner. Because nobody's ever going to call her stupid. You might call her evil, but not stupid. And mm-hmm. she spearheaded the entire thing. And then, last thing here, you remember in that oh, that OJ uh, narrative documentary type of pseudo thing on FX where Chris Jenner is at the murder trial for her husband. No, no. Chris trial. Dude, it's like Chris. Chris Jenner's is, husband was the lawyer, right? Chris Jenner's husband was the lawyer. and he's And he's defending a woman defending the man that she was cheating on him with all while Bruce Jenner is also at the trial. And we didn't, they, she wasn't with Bruce at the time. So Chris is there while her husband is defending OJ. She cheated on her husband with With OJ, with OJ. She did. Yes. Allegedly. She cheated with the defense. Like with who is he was defending? Okay. Allegedly. It's it's weird going. Hollywood swinger stuff, right? Like so. Yeah, but keep going. I want to make this connection. Yeah. Okay, so 
Her husband is defending OJ, who she slept with, but she's mm-hmm. also sitting next to Bruce Jenner, who she was not married to at the time. Why was he there? Because it's just Hollywood. It's just it's just Los Angeles stuff. It, it look it up. He's it. It's a very and then, bro, that family, Tyga, Kylie, they have destroyed. And look, a lot of people went along with it. I'm not sitting here and saying, but they put a lot of this insanity into motion. Tyga, Kylie, uh, Black China, all of this stuff, it can really all be traced back to the uh, Kardashian family. But I don't know how we're doing on time, uh, what stories we have left, but I think we have to touch on this. Since we're doing bad impressions of Caitlyn, uh, thank you. Uh, wait, wait, hold on. Let me do the Caitlyn. Um, thank you, Sean. Hello, Sean. Sean. Hello, Sean. Sean. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm running Hello, from Sean. governor and county. <laughs> It's all gotten so extreme. So you, you. What did you want to talk about? New York? Eric Adams. Right. Eric Adams. Yeah. Uh, so, so Caitlin put the keys into the, into the car, faced it downhill and then kicked it. And then is, is pretending that, you know, oh, it, it wasn't, it, I had nothing to do with how extreme this has gotten. Um, but yeah, Eric Adams. Oh, uh, hello, New York. I am your mayor. Like, uh, let's talk about how white supremacy has taken over because people don't want their high schools. They don't want the illegal, I mean, the asylum seekers to live in the high school where their kids play basketball. That is a race. Sorry, let's read some of this work. Eric Adams can't read. Um, He can't beautiful. Eric Adams denied any involvement in illegal political fundraising Friday, but his campaign pledged he would review the books a day after federal agents raided the home of one of the Democrats' chief fundraisers. I'm, is that uh no, okay, I was going to ask you to read this. Yeah, read this in his voice. I am outraged and angry if anyone att- if anyone attempted to use to use the campaign to manipulate our democracy and defraud our camp our campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Adam said in a statement Friday, an attorney for his campaign, Vito Pita, you're going to have to have a talk with the Italians that I know, said they were reviewing all documents and actions by campaign workers connected to the contributors in question. So they're saying this girl, Brianna Suggs, she was read for, you know, campaign, I guess, taking money from Turkey, donations from foreigners that are banned by law. Now that, I don't know how deep to dig on that but what are some of the comments i heard surrounding this were people saying oh you started to question the migrant narrative and all of a sudden you're getting investigated and i said no eric with seventy-five thousand clapping emojis he is not questioning the migrant narrative he is saying everything's amazing as long as you give me more money there is at no point did eric adams say stop sending them here um we can't you know that is um, racist we're no longer a sanctuary city. He has said there's too many people here, but we can fix it if you just give it more money. Chicago's asking for more money. Boston's asking for more money. We just need more money, you guys. And he called his process where they put them in shelters and then find housing for them. He said it, it was a great a great template he's been doing. So to those of you who say that he's getting, you know, his people are getting raided because he's questioning the narrative. I feel you on that false. one. I know that's what false. It, it's false. He loves the narrative. So, so let's, or else you, why being a sanctuary city is illegal and they won't even denounce it. Yeah. Um, it's completely false. So Brianna Suggs, right? The woman who was raided. And mm-hmm. I'm sure we, we, we may or may not get any more details on this, but she is 25 years old. She's, wow. she's, I mean, she's two or three years out of college. She, was <laughs> and this sounds weird to say now because of what a joke it has become, but she was an intern, right? We know what the interns do in the political space. Am I right? Campaign records show eleven individuals who listed their employee as KSK Construction gave more than thirteen thousand dollars to Adams during a fundraiser in May twenty twenty one. Reached by phone, they declined to say if they'd donate directly to him with two people telling the Associated Press they're advised against speaking publicly publicly one of the listed donors said they've been contacted by federal authorities adams has touted his connections to turkey a country that he visited at least half a dozen times as a state senator and brooklyn borough resident strange eric the only person i know who visits turkey 
is Mocha Bazurgan, who's from Turkey. <laughs> Shout out Mocha, Turkish celebrity. Um, he had helped. He said he had helped further relations on commerce, culture, and safety. Give me a break, Eric. How okay. much Turkish stuff is in New York City besides a few restaurants? Um, that would be a great question because, I mean, while New York is the arguably, you know, the food mecca of the United States where you can literally get almost anything. And I am pretty familiar with the city. I can't think of one Turkish. I can before Ukraine was even a thing. I promise you <laughs> before Ukraine was even a thing. I did go to a Ukrainian restaurant. Um, it's it's very famous. It's called Veselka. Um, there oftentimes there will be a line outside if you go on weekends. It's open. Tw- used to be open twenty four hours before Rona. Delicious little pierogi dumpy things or whatever. Nice so you can get pierogi. almost anything there. I've had uh, Russian delicacies, and I, I'm not even meaning to talk about Russia, Ukraine, but I've seen th- things that are actually in New York. And go to all these neighborhoods. Um, shout out, shout out my my uh, Russian tour guide and my um new jersey host anyways um but this woman is 25 years old she was the intern at his office while he was brooklyn borough president when he got when he inadvertently got a woman shot eight times and and while this is happening so eric adams and this is still on his instagram to this day it was a couple hours ago where he posts a little Instagram reel saying we are going to DC to talk about the migrant crisis because they want to they want to pretend like it's a they want to pretend like it's a very intricate and difficult problem to solve but it's not it's really not I could figure it out right you can call me all the worst names in the book but it's a pretty pretty simple issue to solve so he he shoots a video saying that he's going to Washington DC to talk about the migrant crisis there you have it he he lands. He lands in D.C. So he takes like a 40 minute flight from New York to D.C. He lands there, immediately flies right back, immediately flies right back to New York as news is breaking that his top 25 year old campaign fundraiser is being raided by the feds. And then he goes back onto Instagram and starts talking about oh, National Alzheimer's Day. I mean, it's just so you got guys like him. You got guys like Trudeau. They're laughing at you. It is completely, completely despicable. Now, Adams does have a little bit more of a shield, of course, being a black guy, right? Like, so, oh, you know, but but the the facade is slipping, and it this is going to get really ugly, especially if you got a guy like Gavin Newsom who's pretending he's not running for president. But I promise you, if Gavin Newsom gets anywhere near the levers of power, there's going to be a problem because we can all see it. What's the old saying? They're lying. We know they're lying. They know we know they're lying, but they lie anyways because they have complete control. They have the media apparatus. This is where guys like us come in to combat their terrible, uh, laughably beyond parody. I mean, an SNL sketch could never do what the political regime (laughs) and the media is doing right now. And so for him to completely, and I get it. Look, he talks to his lawyer. Don't say anything. But for him to, to go to D.C., not take the meeting, fly right back, and then post about Alzheimer's disease while everybody knows what's happening or everybody's curious to know what's really happening. And then he slaps you in the face saying it's National Alzheimer's Day. It's just, and then you can also see from a week or two ago, he makes a post about National Immigrant National Immigrants Day. I mean, it's it's a slap in the face, bro. The disrespect is absolutely through the roof, and something's got to change. Still, I see no changes. This is where I do like a four minutes of. A, and speaking a Tupac of, did cover. you hear? Yeah, the, did you hear about the street in Oakland that was named after Tupac, MacArthur? They, no, I did not. They they, they named name they named a street after Tupac because is it Amaru Boulevard. It, it's MacArthur Boulevard. It's now called Tupac Shakur. Or you know they put you know they do they did in New York to the Biggie Way or Wu Tang Way out in Staten Island. Meanwhile, there are. There are insurance companies fleeing the Bay Area because they can't mm-hmm. afford to insure cars that get broken into once a week. But we're going to put a sign of Tupac up. I mean, it's just the it's name changes, just, Eric. Tupac's mother's name was not Shakur. She changed it after dating a Muslim guy, a Black Panther. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's Lou Alcindor. So basically what Muhammad you're saying Ali's. is everything's fake. Everything's fake. When do you want to become 
At least Mike Tyson did his, didn't change his name when he became Muslim in prison. Thanks, everybody, for watching on Twitter, Getter, Rumble, and YouTube, and, of course, Twitch. Thank you, everybody, for watching on Spotify and listening on Apple and Google Podcasts. Patreon.com is where you will find the new content this week. Patreon.com slash UOPod. All the links are at unauthorizedopinions.com. Play us out, Eric. Buy this book, New York City 2020. It only gets better with age. And maybe... Maybe if I sell some more copies, there'll be a sequel. Get money. Turn it up, Jordan.